This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's time for the Clang Valley's biggest conversation. Talk back on the evening edition, only on BFM 89.9. It's Uma and Ezra on Top Back, and of course, the number to call is 0377109000. You can WhatsApp us at 018789889 and tweet us at BFM Radio. I apologize for just slightly uh, grinning uh, as, as we start this segment. It's because there are two things working against us, Uma. It's school holidays, right? So That's I don't right. Know, I don't know who exactly is out on the road, and it's so hot today. The last thing I want to do is participate in a conversation <laughs> that's public about something that may irritate them more than the heat is already doing so hopefully uh, we'll get some uh, great feedback uh, from you once again the number to call is 0377109000 we're asking you this evening would you go on a social media detox now um, you know, this evening on top back we're going to be talking a lot about social media yeah and these days it's often that we find people glued to their screens wherever they may be in the car on the train on the toilet walking around crossing the street around the dinner table and people are reading articles uh, spending time on Facebook Instagram Twitter or talking to their friends and family on WhatsApp it's become routine to check your phone for new messages and notifications every half an hour or so and scroll through the timelines on social media yeah it's this obsession with checking and rechecking our phones that some people have found to be excessive and obstructive uh, to leading their daily lives right so according to uh, The Telegraph in the UK, the average person has five active social media accounts and uses those apps for a total of one hour and 40 minutes each day. Mm. And in a separate survey, they found that the average person spends 20 hours online a week. And those figures with the amount of information that you're exposed to by going online, it can get quite mentally and emotionally exhausting for a lot of people. Now, if that's you, we want to hear from you. 0377109000. We're asking the question, would you go on a social media detox? And you know, again, Uma, it's, it's this excessive social media use uh, that's been linked to negative mental health effects. Correct. Uh, there's a UK survey found that Instagram was the most harmful to a youth's mental well-being. Uh, so many people presenting insights into their personal lives or representations of their purported actual lives on these platforms. And, you know, it's hard not to get envious. It's hard not to feel dissatisfied. You, you feel a little FOMO sometimes. Uh, and, you know, it, it's this sort of exhibition uh, you know you, you're you're just parading yourself exhibitionist right? Right? Yeah, people, yeah. we've, we've become i think a culture that's a little more exhibitionist than our parents generation right yeah. uh, and you know and, and let's admit it we're all guilty of this taking that instagram worthy photo of our meals and posting it online just for the hunt of fun for likes we've blocked someone on the internet because of their unscrewed scrupulous social media postings <laughs> I'm sure we have right um, and you know and, and, and then of course they've got the news sources sensationalist articles fake news Ugh. and wouldn't it be amazing just to be able to turn it all off just for a little while yeah, um, 0377109000 is the number to call on Top Back. Uh, we're asking whether you would go on a social media detox. And if you have, tell us your experience. If you won't, tell us that as well. Uh, Uma, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about, I guess, you know, I, I was quite excited about this uh, topic uh, purely because um, I think in the past two months, yeah. um, I haven't been, it's been such an organic process for me to be, to be consciously thinking about not to have this, in, in, in my opinion, a rather unhealthy relationship with, with my social phone. media. Yeah. Now, part of it is because of the work that we do and the way the news comes about, it appears on my phone more so than any 
uh, other sort Correct. of device I'm, I'm working with. I communicate with my family through like 29 different WhatsApp, WhatsApp groups. groups. Um, I'm trying to keep You're receiving news about, say, YTL's passing or Peter right. Bellew leaving MAS. It's coming through Twitter right. first, right? So all of these things. So, um, you know, I've been uh, away. I was away recently for about a month or so. And, you know, I, I, I did a lot of countryside driving and sort, yeah. of, sort of reflecting on a lot of things. And, and what was that like? And so because I'm assuming you didn't have internet all the time. That's right. And so here was the thing. It, it felt amazing. It, yeah. I mean, and what I'm trying to deal with right now coming back from a space where I'm not checking my phone all the time is I feel like I'm the, the, the social outcast because everyone around me is checking their phones constantly. So I'm trying to sort of reconcile the norm that I sort of recently experienced, which is, you know, I'm trying to move some of these apps to the fourth page of my screen so yeah. that I don't immediately have access to it. And don't get me wrong, it's been really, really difficult to go. I'm not, I'm not this is not even a detox. This is just, just trying to reduce the, the time spent I'm, I'm, I'm playing with on, on one particular app. But for those who have just completely unplugged, I'd love to hear from folks who've even tried to do that. Well, 0377109000. Well, I don't know. So, uh, some of our, I mean, I, I guess you would have noticed that uh, Melissa Idris has not been on the morning run of late because she's been on, uh, She's been away in yeah. Australia. Right. And uh, from what I understand, uh, Australia's internet connection is like a, worse than a third world country. Uh, and so, you know, because uh, she has been on a forced detox, if yeah. you will. Oh, right. And I think it's quite liberating. It is. I, I, I can, and I'm kind of envious of, of somebody in, in that position. I've done, uh, uh, many years ago, I used to write for the New Straits Times. And my editor, the late Raymond Rashid, sent me a challenge once. And he said, I want you to cut yourself off from cable news and social media and all of these things. And then for a week. What year was this, though? So he, here's the thing. This was about five to six years ago. So it was okay. pre-Twitter fame right like like pre, 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 pre twitter being important yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, facebook was still around and yeah. it was still a big deal people were talking sure, about facebook. Sure. and then of course uh, cutting off from cable news and all that stuff because we were living in it it was that point where we were living in a time where ah, it's so important to have news all the time yeah. important uh, what is it doing to your mental state and i have to admit the first two days were the hardest it's yeah i think breaking away from any kind of addiction right yep and 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 the first two days of breaking away from a news addiction was the hardest but by the time you reach day four and day five there is a zen calm yes. and you stop caring about knowing everything immediately all the time and, and here's the thing um, uh, and it took me a while to reconcile it with myself that I am addicted to my phone this, this thing that I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing right now as uh, a mid 30 year old with, with, with this gadget that connects me to everyone and everything this is an addiction that is, is really unhealthy and, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out what are some of the more interesting approaches that people have tried to, to, to break away. To break away and have some sort of balance in their life. Uh, we'd love to hear from you about, I guess, social media abstinence. Would you go on a social media detox? Um, you know, do likes uh, make you feel validated? And, and tell us why you use social media and, and whether you have any techniques about controlling your use as well. Also, Zero Yep. 0377109000. Also, very quickly, there's a poll going on on Twitter right now. So if you go to our Twitter page, you can answer the question, could you go a week? We're not even asking you to quit. Just a week without social media. Yes or no? I'm going to, I don't know. I think it's going to be, a, yes is going to turn out win, turn out a winner tonight. I've, I've just got a feeling on that. Um, 0377109000. Jolene is our first caller of the day. Hi, Jolene. Hi. Tell us what you think about uh, the social media detox. Have you attempted? Uh, are you curious about this? 
Um, the social media detox. Actually, I have done it before. Um, honestly, I think uh, I've done it about three to four times. <laughs> three to four times for how long? <laughs> yeah. I love. I love that the um, repeated attempts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a week at least. Okay. Like, yeah, it's not even one, two days. I, I don't think one, two days make um, yeah. just an impact enough, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've done it um, a couple of times. And I think it's it's really healthy for someone to do it because social media is toxic. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but to me, it's it's really toxic um, if used inappropriately. So, so talk to me about how it was toxic in, in your world. Uh, to, okay, I'm coming from an, like an 18 year old. Um, so when I uh, when I got out from a relationship, um, it was really hard for me to get on social media because one, all my friends were like, "Oh, of I'm course. dating this guy. Oh, I'm seeing this guy." Right. There's all these and reminders then, that yeah, may yeah. or may not relate to your actual experience, but because the exposure is so frequent, you think everything is just talking about you. Yeah, exactly. And and the worst thing is when my ex was. Seeing someone else, I just went like haywired. I just blew oh. up, and yeah, that, oh, is, that, yeah, that, that was the worst. <laughs> that is that is horrible. Like I, I'm not laughing at you; I'm laughing with you because of that of that that pain that social media manages to amplify just by being there, right? With all of these different ways in which it, it could be like a, a tweet uh, of of what they're doing, it could be a photo of what they're eating, but the disconnect is pretty hard. Uh, and also, yeah, yeah. and also, Jolene, I'm assuming, I guess. In this world we live in, I guess for someone uh, of your generation and your friends, uh, you know, the, the, the likes, the reach, all of that's important, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, it's crazy <laughs> how everyone emphasizes on it. <laughs> it really is crazy. Um, like, uh, it's, to the, it's to the extent that if, let's say, I have a friend who is a social media influencer, um, and every day, whenever she's around, all my friends would be like, a public figure, a public figure. And, I mean, in her, in her perspective... Because um, she's my best friend and she was just telling me like, honestly, I hate how people just judge me because of my likes and numbers. Oh, so, like, to her, she's interesting. Yeah, like to her, she's earning um, some side income, you know, from it. But yeah. um, in her perspective, she doesn't like her best friends, you know, just like saying, oh, she's too high class for us or she's not going to be friends, you know. Right, right. So, 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 so interestingly yeah. that sh- somehow because of being good at what she's good at, um, there's a different perception that's applied to her. Oh, there's a judgment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's complicated. <laughs> well, Jolene, thank you very much for calling in and sharing your thoughts with us. We greatly appreciate it. And, you know, th- there were so many different themes there that, that Jolene yeah. shared, right? So whether you're uh, just getting out of a relationship or whether you have, uh, you, you have a big social media following and suddenly that has changed what people think about you. No, but also... For some people, it's absolutely impossible to get out, especially when it's too closely tied in with the work that you do, right? So, I mean, take a look at what we do. We're a radio station, Mm -hmm. but we can no longer afford to just be a radio station. Right. You can't just say, hey, tune in to 89.9. It's not enough, right? Go to our app. Go 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 to Instagram. Go to to Twitter. Go to Facebook. Follow at Ezra Zayed. Follow at Uma Pagan. It's just nonstop. It's nonstop. And also, everyone has to do something. It's not just one person in an organization saying, okay, I'm in charge of everything. No, you got to do your part. Ezra, producer Kelvin has to do his part. I have to do my part. And it's, it's almost necessary to keep this machinery, this engine moving 
moving right? because everybody tells us this is the future. This is wh- and not th- just that advertisers. Yeah. So like advertisers want to see. Oh, well, you only got five hundred followers on Instagram. That's meaningless. Yeah. I mean, who, you know, why should we advertise with you? Yeah. <laughs> like who, who are you exactly with five hundred <laughs> followers? But uh, let me let me let me just say though, BFM Radio has two hundred and eleven thousand followers on Twitter. So right, but but how ding go- dong? How good does BFM feel about that? Like because you, you can you. I you, don't know. Let me ask BFM. Right, because BFM will always want more. It's it's yes. a never ending cycle. Correct. Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. We're talking about whether you would go on a social media detox. Uh, tell us what do you think about uh, whether these likes make you feel validated. Uh, tell us about your annoying friends who constantly post up things uh, just for the sake of it and you know that you know you, you're there's a this obligatory like in there somewhere you know for folks that you haven't caught up in a while and you just sort of like the photo just because you haven't seen them in a while no. that's true that's just to acknowledge that you know hey look your I'm existence around in my existence yeah um uh, we've got a very <laughs> um kl2 has tweeted in uh, just to say it's easier for me to quit smoking so oh, I think we know where you're at. Carol All right. Uh, 0377109000. Would you go on a social media detox? That's the question we're asking on Top Bat this evening. And we've got a quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right back on BFM 89.9. Time for the four T's. Tweet, text, talk, talk back on BFM 89.9. It's Top Bat. Uh, Uma and Ezra here. Uh, keeping you company on your drive home as we discuss whether you would go on a social media detox. That's do you a, have it in you? Do you? That's the question we're asking you this evening. Uh, and, you know, we have a Twitter poll happening uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, could you go a week without social media? You know, you know, here's the thing. We're not encouraging you to do so either. You know why? Why? Dude, we want engagement. We're a radio station. That's how we measure engagement. Tweet us, Facebook us, you know. I mean, that's the irony of this whole conversation. Yeah, and, and yeah, oh my, this, now this makes me feel bad that we even started this conversation. Okay. No, okay, okay. It's but, an important conversation, right? Yeah. So it's affecting kids' mental health. Yes. It's, well, you know, not just kids, it's, it's affecting my well. mental health right now. And, and, and here's the, the unique thing about it, right? So I've been reading um, this particular book. Um, uh, the title's going to come back. To me, but essentially the theme is about how everything about the tech that we're exposed to, the apps, the the, the designs, the hardware, yeah. all of it and the entire user experience of it is designed to take hold of, I guess, some of our more sensitive inclinations yep. that makes us addicted to these apps and these phones and these tablets. It's cunningly designed. And, yeah, and, and there's a lot of thought and effort and a lot of data that goes into what makes it most appealing for you to touch it in, in a particular way, uh, reply in a particular context. And it's, it's truly fascinating because we all fall for it. We all love the next new shiny thing and the new app that's going to purportedly bring us closer and connect us with the the big wide world. We're simple creatures, right? I, yeah. I don't think it's very hard to decode the human experience when it comes to what we find addictive. They've been u- using it and doing it for decades and generations and television everywhere. I mean, corporations have been abusing us in that way for ages. <laughs> so when it comes to a smartphone or a tablet or a computer, it just feels, or the internet, it just feels like the next logical step in doing that. Tell us, would you go on a social media detox? Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. Our next caller is Neural. Hi, Neural. Hi, Ezra. Hi. Um, it's hi. Uma. Hello. It's Uma. <laughs> so tell us, Neural. Uh, you know, do you? What's your social media relationship like? And, and what's what's your relationship like with your device? 
Yeah, I used to be really, really addicted to it. Um, I even used use it at work, at home, um, everywhere and all the time. Um, but what works for me, I mean, and I'm, I'm aware that I'm addicted to it and my family members also pointed out. <laughs> so <laughs> I've tried several things to actually um, pull myself away from that. Uh, and what works for me is actually, um, yeah, the detox works. Um, not using it for a couple of weeks works, but I tend to go back to it. Um, so what I what I did and worked for me is I I will unfollow or unfriend or um, do something um, that will remove unhealthy stuff or unhealthy people away from. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've gone on a few unfollow binge, uh, you know, and and you yeah. you you try to remove uh, either some news sites or some people that you follow just because there's just exactly. that, that relationship it just isn't there anymore. Exactly, and it's it's very toxic. And once you remove that, your so it's cleaner, right? Your your Instagram or your Facebook is cleaner, and uh, you, you, then I I added few people that are you know healthy or more motivating. Um, People who are uh, get to influence me in a positive way, so it's uh, I'm, I'm I don't mind being addicted to that and inspires me uh, on a whole, whole lot other things. So, Nurul, so tell me this: um, Do you uh, and your family, I guess, practice things like oh, no phones on the dinner table, or is there like a social media blackout time at home? Um, not necessarily because because you know you can't run away from it. <laughs> I don't know. It's maybe it's just me that you just uh, sometimes you just wanna take a peek, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. No, so, I mean it really doesn't work. But yeah, what works is um, adding more positivity to your timeline. Um, I think that works for me. Thank you very much, Nero, for calling in and sharing that. A nice little tip with the, for us, you know, and follow a couple of, uh, you know, folks or people that you don't sort of really connect anymore. And, and not only that, but there are some people who are just miserable online all the yeah, time. And I guess yeah. that is a kind of toxicity as well. If someone's always angry and raging about something, um, it affects you emotionally. Yeah, right? and, and, and here's the thing. It's, it's such a weird thing because, you know, sharing that sort of, purported negative thing it, you know that's a real thing you know if, if somebody is upset if they're sharing their emotional experience and we're not saying that that's a bad thing but it, it also i think it, it can be a cathartic process in itself right so wh- where do you draw the line for, for 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 those kinds of things because sometimes you get positive affirmation and that some people need that but you don't need it up to a point where you become dependent on it it becomes a crutch well you do and you don't i think if we did have a little bit more thought behind where we would go to share our pain and our problems uh, Uh, in the past pre-social media right we'd find where do we go where there was close family (laughs) close friends something we'd have someone to talk to cyber cafe (laughs) now now we seem to be talking to everyone all the time Mm. and sometimes you can have an adversary Adverse, adverse effect on the other people on our timeline. Tell us what you think. Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand is the number to call. Would you go on a social media detox? We're asking you uh, whether likes make you feel validated, and how do you control your own social media diet? Our next caller is Robin. Hi, Robin. Hello, guys. How are you? We're doing okay, and we're, we haven't touched our phones for about twenty odd minutes or so. So this is progress for us. How, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm. I'm Enjoying the fact that the two of you are on this segment, I keep feeling that you guys should be talking about the latest movies, but this is a nice... (laughs) That's that's tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be waiting. Yeah, I just wanted to share my experience because 
a bit of background. I have um, an addictive tendency. I get addicted to stuff so easily, whether it's food or when I discovered Big Bang Theory, I just went online and binge watched. Right. Right. And I just wanted to share my experience because a few years ago, that realization hit that, um, yeah, I, I totally agree with what Ezra said. It, it was an addiction. I faced it. You know, the first step, like, admit that you have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so um, I, it came to a point where I realized I wasn't spending quality time with my kids because I was using social media to numb boredom or, you know, um, right dissatisfaction with work or whatever it was at the time and but this is the thing and Ezra you were saying that you were trying to adjust back to um, the social norm of everybody being on their phone yeah um, I realized I couldn't do it I couldn't do zero I couldn't go sure without sure but I've come to a nice balance I think yeah um, I have my Twitter account, but that's for stuff. Um, if something is happening happening immediately, I find that great. I, I want to know immediately. I go on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is great for keeping in touch with people that you may not have anything in common with. Like you can't you can't strike up a conversation right now in real life. Right? Yes, not in your life. But you know, if they have a baby or. Something big happens, you want to see, that. that's great. And you, you still have a small part there. Yeah. And then my WhatsApp is for immediate stuff, you know, those, those, I don't have 29 WhatsApp groups. I think you need to look into that, Ezra. Um, I'm addressing it as we speak. Yes, well, right. Uh, okay, so I, don't, I haven't come up to that number yet. But yeah, I, I love uh, WhatsApp group because those conversations have to happen. And I think that healthy balance is great because uh, when I come home at night, my phone is left in the corner mm-hmm. and I take it that if it's not urgent enough to warrant a call, then my attention needs to be with the family. That, and then the next morning, I get up to speed. And that okay. is a great plan. That's a great tip and that's something that's really, you know, something that people can relate to. You're right. If it's super urgent, then somebody's going to call. Uh, uh, thank you so much uh, for calling, Robin. Uh, that was, you know, really kind of you to share your experience with us. Um, and, and, you know, this this thing of like, you know, being addicted to your phone, it comes with, I guess, acknowledging it to begin with and then taking the steps after that. And, and you know, I think that's fine with regards to people of our generation, Ezra, uh, yourself, myself, Robin, but for the millennials, oh, nobody I, calls. So, so here's You know, the, so, I don't think calling is even their first instinct. It's probably still to WhatsApp in an emergency. Right. So here's the thing, you know, as, as I'm trying to sort of come to terms with this particular, um, you know, experience with, with my smartphone is that, you know, I remember what it was like pre-internet. Right, so I yes, have th- I have that luxury and that experience to draw back from. I remember what it was like when our phones couldn't even text yet. Yes, so but for the millennials, they don't have a chance because of you know they're native, they're digital natives. Absolutely, we've got our final caller uh, before we hit the six thirty news. Joe is on the line. Joe, you want to share uh, with us your particular experience? Yeah, yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. So um, it's about five years ago. You know, I was, you know, we had Facebook and Instagram, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I find myself constantly scrolling down the feed. And every, like, two to three minutes, I'll be looking at the same thing all over again and all over again. So I was like, "Um, this is really not productive and it's hindering from me in my work and anything like that. So uh, five years ago, I tried to stop cold turkey. So I just deactivated my Facebook account. Oh, you went for the deactivation route. How did it work? Yeah, so I was, it's quite surprising, it's like, 
after I deactivated Facebook sent messages to my friends <laughs> telling me to stop to to reactivate it. <laughs> oh wow, that that is yeah. Wow. yeah. So. So it. Uh, so my friends keep uh, call me up and say that oh, what's going on? Say everything okay? Uh, yeah, fine. Uh, it's, it's really Facebook thinks something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, you think something is wrong. So it, actually, I just found I found at that time that Facebook gives us a grace period of two weeks right. to reactivate it back. If not, it's permanently deleted. So so I just, I mean I I mean I just did not see Facebook whatsoever. So it went on for about two years. So I was. Out from the scene for two years. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yes, but I kept WhatsApp because I need to be I need oh, to contact people. But sure. just Facebook, you no. Know, so yeah, I find myself doing having a lot of time. <laughs> no, I think I think um, that's a, that's a really key thing, right? I mean, just to to have um, have time to do nothing. Yeah, and 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 not just read endless um, you know timelines and that go on and on and on. It's just people arguing and fighting all the time. Joe, thank you very much for calling in and, and for sharing your experience with us. Uh, we're headed to the news very very shortly after this, but Top Mac continues right after the six thirty news on BFM eighty nine point nine. You there? Open your mouth and. Talk! It's Talkback time on BFM 89.9. It's Uma and Ezra on Top Bank. The number to call is 0377109000. Of course, you can WhatsApp us, 0187898899. Also, tweet us at BFM Radio. We're talking about social media abstinence. Well, let's go. Let's not go that far, maybe. Talking about whether you would go on a social media detox. What we've been talking about Diet. is, you know, we, we, we're glued to our screens and to all of these apps and, and, and the way in which we communicate now through photos, through tweets, through uh, paragraphs, of things that are happening in your life, um, it can be very, very addictive and to the point where it's actually, it actually has a sort of negative health uh, effect on somebody. And we're seeing that with a lot of young kids. We're seeing that with adults. And, and you know what it is? It's, um, it's filling up the spare time. So we've forgotten that we've forgotten how to do nothing. Right, and so we fill up this oh, I remember, empty space. I remember recently, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, when it's you a don't lot do of fun. anything, yeah. but instead we fill it up by the scrolling and this double clicking and liking things. And yeah, I mean, so you know, we had that poll: could you go on a week without social media? It's it's frightening because fifty four percent say yes and forty six percent say no. That's a large number of people who are saying no. I was hoping for more sixty forty or maybe sixty five thirty five no. maybe. Um, but so so here's the thing, right? I mean, uh, let me share with you a, a particular experience while we wait for callers to call in at zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand about whether you would go on a social media detox. Mm. Now, let me tell you that from start of June until the end of August. Okay. I have a particular social media addiction, right? And that social media addiction is this. It's football. It's football related. And is that every morning, because the, the transfer window happens <laughs> during this period. So the transfer window for folks who don't follow so the sport is that where players can move from team to team and it creates a certain amount of excitement and buzz for the upcoming season. Yeah. Now, because these signings can happen at any point in time, you go to bed, you wake up. The first thing I do with my phone and is, you know, you, you put in a particular hashtag for your respective team and you see the related news. And, of course, you keep doing that every morning because of the time difference. All the news adds up really nice and slick. Yeah. And But what happens is you're doing it 
with hope and expectation. And when it doesn't meet that expectation, it does kind of it creates a sort of down. It affects your day because it's the first thing you've seen. That's right. And you're barely up. You haven't had anything to eat. And, you know, you repeat this process for, you know, three months on it. And it's really not healthy. And even to this day when the season has started, oh, don't get me started on that because you know, there, there's the football, the actual game to watch. But there's also the news that's related around it and the drama. And you, everybody loves drama. Everybody loves, you know, those soaps. But for some people, the, the, the sport is the soap opera. So let me tell you what I do to kind of curb the usage of social media. Tell us. How it helps. Turn off notifications. Oof, so I turn off idea. notifications turn off on my for phone. For all of them? Yeah, uh, mainly for like Facebook and Twitter because... I just turned off notifications for Facebook. It, yeah. it has made me happier. And turn off the badging of the app as well. You can turn mm-hmm. off you know, how many notifications you have on the app. And so therefore, you only check it when you check it, not every time it buzzes, right? Because that's the most distracting thing, when it buzzes. And trust me, there is nothing world-changing, world-ending <laughs> that's happening on Facebook and Twitter that you have to respond to immediately. All right. So we're going to take uh, a call right now. If you want to chime in on the conversation as to what your social media diet is and whether you would go on a social media detox, 0377109000. Uh, Najmi is on the line. Hi, Najmi. Hi. Tell us what your experience is with, with social media and how you're dealing with that. Well, previously, I actually went on a three-month detox of Facebook. Oh, right. Three months? Because I, yeah, three months. Um, Very impressive. I had a fight with my husband. Oh. And, and we, we agreed that no more Facebook for three months. You know, let's, let's just stop it because it was regard, we had a fight regarding Facebook. So, and and yeah, so, so, so did your husband go on a three-month um, detox as well off Facebook or just you? He went for, I think, eight months. Wow. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and, and how did, did that resolve anything? Did that help the relationship in some way? Because Facebook is evil. It's, it's, it's okay to admit it. It's fine. It is for us at that, just at that particular time. But now it's okay. Uh, we both, we both has, uh, have activated our Facebook back because recently he... Uh, found out that his friend passed away and it was posted on Facebook and he said, I have to reactivate. So we're both on Facebook again. Mm, that but is true, yeah. During the um, the period, it was it was then. I had more time for myself. I had more time to do things that I wanted to do. I had more time to read a book, not constantly holding my phone and checking. I Previously, I like to join these um, contests where, you know, be the last, commenter or whatever and I'll be like commenting, commenting, commenting and then checking who's commenting and then I'll be the next yeah. person commenting. Sure. I wake up, I check it, it's it's just it's tormenting but gives hope and I feel like I had no life back then. And, and the and weird thing I, is, is that even as you're doing it, it it's all, and you, you acknowledge that you're, this you're behavior aware of is, yeah. is, is, is not good, but there is some weird addictive pull, a pull that, that forces exactly. you to just repeat the process again and again and again. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, do you feel that you have a healthier um, relationship with uh, your social media platforms now? Yes, definitely. I'm not on Facebook as much as previously because previously I didn't have my son. Now I have I have a son, so now I'm focusing my <laughs> right. Which uh, good job, so, rightly so. Well done, Najmi. Well done <laughs> on focusing on the son and not so much on social media. Thank you so much for calling in uh, and, and taking the time to share your experience. Three months off Facebook for Najmi. That's pretty impressive. Eight months for the husband. So here's what got me about that conversation: is um, 
when big life-changing events like, you know, a dear friend passing away that maybe you haven't caught up in a while, once that type of news filters through and it, it sort of stays um, in social media, it you do feel that sometimes that without that particular connection to that particular platform, you're not going to receive that news? Or is that fear not justified? Because No, I think that fear is justified now because more and more people are using these platforms for things like wedding invitations and major right. life events, right? Gone are the days where someone is going to drop you a card saying, uh, we would like to welcome our new <laughs> baby into the world. I mean, that right. doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, it's a great way to save money on wedding invitations. But yep. at the same time, I think that real world touch is missing and it's nice oh let me tell you another experience i have and, and it's also disturbing with, with with my social media thing right so um because of um uh, you know an online show i did some time ago in, in, in yesteryear uh, there were a lot of folks at the time who were following me on facebook right this was before they had the following button so what you had to do was add them as a friend as a friend but but what happened was you know it, it became this very, very very weird thing where i became uncomfortable about adding people that i did not actually know but i know that they wanted to get to know me because of uh, of the show yeah but now you know it comes to this point where i've got all of these friend requests um and i've actually got them sort of a feedback about how people thought that i was being either ungrateful or arrogant, arrogant because yeah. of not sort of solidifying that um digital connection right and yes. of course uh, you know we had nice conversations face to face and i you know i told them that you know i just couldn't add anymore because it was affecting um you know just my entire social media timeline kind of thing so i've been a little bit more judicious about it but it is very very strange about how seriously people take that particular action right whether it's a friend request whether it's a like whether it's a comment it affects people in real tangible ways yes but that's because we've come to think of these things as real tangible things yeah. when they're not yeah. more often than not well we'll find out after this we're going to continue our conversation about social media detox zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand is the number to call we have a caller lined up but a quick word from our sponsors right here on bfm 89.9 Time for the four T's. Tweet, text, talk, talk back on BFM 89.9. It's Uma and Ezra on TalkBack. We're talking about social media or rather the use of social media and what your diet looks like. Um, we've been talking a lot about, I guess, the, the addictive qualities of yeah. social media and asking whether you guys would go on a social media detox. And if you have, uh, what have been some of the more successful approaches and techniques to do so? Because... As, as we've heard from many callers and even from our own personal experiences, we've done it. You, you've done it so many times because generally it's been unsuccessful in the first few times because it takes a while to get some sort of rhythm to actually detach yourself from your usual habits. And of course, you know, for some people, I guess the quest to get more followers, that's yeah. something that really eats at their mind. Yep. Likes, oh, I was, shares, and comments, engagement. Let, let me tell you, with, with, with my ego and the number of followers <laughs> that were increasing, you know, a few years ago, I was, I, I was genuinely sort of, you know, keeping an eye on that kind of stuff because you know it, it made you feel weirdly good it, I, and you it's not something that is very comfortable to acknowledge now but there's a relief right now that i actually don't care about and yes and and but it takes it takes a, a bit of a curve you've got to get over that hump right? yeah because what does it mean what does it mean as right to get twitter verified does that mean suddenly that your life has meaning four years ago i would have thrown a party <laughs> 
Four years ago, <laughs> if, if my Twitter account was going to be viral, it, it would be a blue like, badge. Yeah, but now it's just, uh, well. I don't even know what it means. Well, what does that mean anymore? Well, 03 is the number to call. We're asking, would you go on a social media detox? Victor is on the line. Hi, Victor. Good to hear from you. Good evening, Ezra and Uma. Good evening. Yeah, uh, for me, going on social media re- detox is very easy. Okay. I have done it hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. All successful, I imagine. <laughs> no, actually, I am just uh, paraphrasing Mark Twain, who say that uh, quitting smoking is very easy. I've done it hundreds of, hundreds <laughs> of times. <laughs> and, and, and what's actually your social media diet like? I mean, do you, do you use it to connect with family and friends? Are you using it for news? Are you using it for what? Uh, actually, I do have a Facebook account, but I never posted anything. So I don't have to keep track of uh, how many people like my post or, or this, how many people share it. I'm a passive reader. Right. But of course, uh, of course, me being me, I will comment. And, and, and of course, um, just Facebook, have you been tempted to try other platforms? No, not really, because I do not know. I, I'm not this, uh, what, is, what is it, uh, technology savvy. So <laughs> I'm just playing a very passive role, reading mostly. And and uh, re- when it comes to reading, because um, it sounds like because you don't have this sort of, you know, a toxic relationship with, with social media, uh, do you find it easier to fill up your time with other activities? Yes, uh, but I don't actually count, but I think I spend maybe on average about 15 minutes a day these are on social media. I think that is uh, forgivable, isn't it? That's, that, that's very little, Victor. I think that's more than forgivable. Yeah. Well, uh, Victor, yeah. thank you very much for calling in and sharing that with us. Of course, you know, 15 minutes, you know, I would dream of... of of cutting it down to 15 minutes a day. But, you know, some of these videos with Stephen Colbert talking to a particular guest, you know, sometimes you want to watch part one and then, well... You say... You you want a part two. It's funny you say that because, of course, that's a very traditional media thing as well. You could actually watch it on TV. Yeah. You could. You could use your your Google Wi-Fi device. You could use your Apple TV, whatever. But you're watching it on your phone, right? And you're watching it through Twitter on your phone. Our next caller is Yaya. Uh, Yaya's on the line. Hi, Yaya. Tell us, um, you know, yes, tell us about your experience. Um, and, and from my notes here, you have a particular experience with your husband? Yeah, my husband is a Twitter junkie. <laughs> I cannot stop him. Oh, my God. He brings the phone in the toilet, wherever, wherever he goes. So whenever he, his phone, you know, the battery is gone, and he will take my phone and it goes into his account that he cannot live without. Oh, wow. Okay. And okay. So- is he reading? Is he putting tweets out there into the Twitterverse and then is he engaging? Or is he reading? Reading as well as engaging. Like, he has this alter ego on Twitter or whatever, <laughs> like, you know, going into Malaysian politics or whatever. Okay. Right. That's one. So, what I did was, uh, on our anniversary, I requested that, can you put down your phone for the entire dinner? They're going to bring me out to. And he did. And you know what? That's the most beautiful two hours of my life since I married him. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well done to you. Yeah. And, and so after the two hours was up and, and dinner was done, uh, did he go yeah. back immediately to his normal ways? Yeah. Yeah, but I like him. But, you know, it was a satisfying moment. I think these days, I think, you know, we are so engrossed, so engaged in our, you know, smartphones, stats or whatever, you know. 
looking for information and whatnot. So I, I think, I mean, we, I mean, in a relationship, I think we ought to do that because you know, uh, set the ground rules, right? Set the ground rules. So if you're with your child, like if you go back from work, okay, so you have like probably two hours with your child. Set aside your phone and like concentrate. We, we need to do that because if we don't. You know, you keep like you, you talk to your your child, you play with your baby and whatnot, but then you have your phone beside you. And then you still keep on, you know, checking and scrolling and that annoys me to the core. So what I did was I deactivated my Facebook three years ago. Okay. And yeah, and I also have an Instagram. So what I do is the way I detox is um, I don't really put up, you know, uh, on Instagram my social life. But what I do for my entertainment is I look out for other, you know, like celebrities and whatnot. And I don't follow them, but, you know, I check out. So at least, you know... Yeah, it makes me feel good. So, well, know, I, I, yeah. it's interesting that you don't follow them, but you, you check it out as and when, right? So there's another yeah. step yeah. that you need yeah. to do to, yeah. to actually exactly. get engaged exactly. into their lives. Exactly. So when people say, hey, do you know what happened to these other? Oh, really? So then I will look up. Ah. ah. Very so very, very good. Thank you very much. For, These are all great tips. Yes. Thank you very much, uh, Yaya, for calling in. And, and, and you know, that's, is, that one step is so crucial. No, I, th- I think what Yaya said is very true about setting down the ground rules, I guess, when you're in a relationship especially. But you know what's interesting about this, this, this thing that you mentioned about a husband and talking about, I guess, treating about Malaysian politics and all that stuff. We also forget that this is the first time we've had an avenue to be able oh, to right, do that, right? right? Yeah, especially yeah, yeah. as Malaysians. Yeah. We would go and talk about it in the mama, but even then we'd be looking over our shoulders. Yeah. And now we can be as crude, as rude as we want. We can vent about yes. all the things that frustrate us <laughs> yeah, behind about, anonymity. Yeah, there's about three decades worth of, of alter up. egos yeah. that are emerging in our Twitter timelines. Uh, moving on to our next caller is Azizi. Hi, Azizi. Hi, hi. Tell, um, tell us I, about your uh, relationship with social yeah. media. I'm one of those guys who's always the last update on the group, in the group, in WhatsApp <laughs> or Facebook. Right. Because I always do it in interval, like in the morning, breakfast or lunch. Oh, or that's good. Work. Yeah, so that's the discipline that I try to do every day. Uh, because it's really time-consuming and it's affecting your health. Especially my, you're nibbling, you're, you're scrolling all the time. So you affect my uh, so-called wrist and fingers. So it's really not very productive that affecting the work. So especially if you're the boss or you're a teacher, it's kind of annoying when you see your uh, in the forum, they're not paying attention, just scrolling and scrolling all the right. time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So they're always addicted to just to know, get the latest, you know, latest, Fights or the latest news or whatever, so it's not very productive. And and and, and what do you think is, I guess, the best way forward? I mean, you know, whether it's for yourself or for those around you. I mean, because you, because you can can see what's happening around you, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I try to follow like the other callers, like deactivate or unfollow those who always update what they do, what they eat every day. Yeah, because that's not really productive. Now I'm just. Uh, following those news feed, um, like uh, National Geographic, all this Discovery Channel, whatever the really documentary of facts, you know, that I can rely on the sources instead of following the daily life of other people. Well, except for my family, of course, I will follow <laughs> whether they're newborn or some things happening. But other than that, I just don't really bother to follow all the other things that are happening in the world. Fair enough. Thank you very much, uh, Azizi. Yeah, you that, know. That's a good being decisive as to who you follow. Yeah. I also like Aziz's plan of uh, uh, a lot of people do that with emails as well. 
Because but did you do the interval thing? Especially if yeah. you're at work, you have yeah. a tendency to have to reply all the time because that's what's expected of you sometimes. But yeah. some people say, you know what? Three times a day. Those are my email replying intervals. That's right. Uh, it's worked for some people. And I think Gmail's introduced like a pause function as yes, well. That's so right. That's something to look into. Our final caller of the day is John. Hi, John. Oh, unfortunately, John, that was not the way we wanted to end the segment. <laughs> but but here's 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 uh, I think maybe the the final thing yeah. that I wanted to share about my social media. This has been therapy for me, to be honest. I can tell, you know, right? Clearly, it's clearly, just feeling so feeling like a weight has been lifted upon your shoulders. No, because I think you know, uh, social media has been it, it's been such a core part of my uh, career and yes. I think also just my, my day-to-day life, right? So it's quite overwhelming in many, many ways. Recently, uh, public intellectual Kazim Ahmad passed away. That's right. And, you know, I remember hearing the news and, and, and feeling sort of very, very sad about it because, um, you know, he was the first author that I published as a book publisher. And, you know, I was... And, also, and probably one of the smartest Malaysians alive right, yeah, when and, he was alive. Yes, yeah. and, and I got to have, you know, a very, very nice cordial relationship with him. And there was a part of me that wanted to look for an old photo and share a particular memory online because you feel that that's almost what's expected of you in, in a particular way. But what I managed to do was just not do that. I, yes. I just managed to sort of reflect, think about, you know, the guy who um, was, was really, really kind and just uh, had that sort of, I did that posting with myself and like friends who I spoke to rather than like posting online and, and getting, you know, and sharing that news. Well, it's, it's not such a bad thing, for example, to, to, to share that sort of memory or thought, but it was also nice for me to just to step away from that particular thing and say, hey, you know, that, that happened and I don't need to go to my usual go-to space to share what I think and feel. And you can gauge people's reactions and I guess their, their, how they felt about a specific person, individual, artist. You know, when Tom Petty passed away, yeah, it, it, it occurred to me how little Malaysians cared for his music. Right, right. Because, yeah. you know, when Prince died, oh. when David Bowie died, there you go. it was all over social media but Tom Petty people were like meh don't know Tom Petty <laughs> well folks uh, thank you very much for all your calls texts and tweets we've been talking about whether you would go on a social media detox uh, Uma very quickly that Twitter poll uh, we asked uh, you know could you go a week without social media you're yes going to be very no. disappointed Ezra. what's the final score Ooh, 54% yes 46% no Oof, too so close frightening frightening stat too close to call folks we've got the news coming up right after this on BFM 89.9 thank you for listening to this podcast To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.